You are listening to Anna Letitia Cook at Women Up Radio. Good afternoon and welcome to Women Up Radio Inspired Women. Today's guest is Tulia Lopez. She's the founder of the Awe Summit and the Speak Up and Lead Academy. She's also an author and an award-winning international speaker. So welcome back to the show, Tulia. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, I'm surprised that the last time we talked was three years ago. My God. I know. I know. I can't believe it. Can't believe it. And last time I know we were speaking about assertive communication for effective leadership. Um, And today we're going to talk more about confidence through effective communication. But just going back, over the last three years, Can you give an update on what's been happening for women? Has the style of communication changed? Have there been any developments? How do you see the evolution? Well, I will speak from my own experience in my own environment, in my own world, with my ladies, as I say. It has been, um, we can see a considerable change from the aspect that women is more aware at this moment of the importance of them coming across with more confidence. And when we talked the last time, it was, uh, I felt like I was still in that process where in a way trying to persuade them to understand the need of them to stand up and speak up. Nowadays, I feel like from the the progress I have done with my my clients, with my communities, network, and people that I I relate in a more regular basis, women especially, that um, this conversation is in a way over because women understand, understand that they have to have a voice, that yes. the their space is there, is more set for them than yes. before. Yes. And in that note, on that note, they have a more awareness that they have to hone their communication skills. Yeah. That they cannot just go there and say whatever. Before they were kind of, mm, I'm not really sure if my voice matters, why yeah. should I? I don't care. But now they understand that if they want to propel their career or the business, they have to have visibility. And yes. saying that, they have to have a voice out there. And yes. especially with this pandemic now, that we are all in this environment. <laughs> That's right, our little box. <laughs> our little box. And then what I say is everything you do here expands. Yes. Expands in, in the two different senses, like expands because we are closer. You see my face is my face, my torso here, and that's it. So I'm yeah. more exposed yes. and also expands globally yeah. because with what a click of a button, this conversation can reach us everywhere in the yep. planet. Exactly. Exactly. It's incredible how it's, it's spread like that because I know um, before all I did was recording the radio version and not also the video version. Mm -hmm. But over the last couple of years, particularly with the pandemic, everybody has got so used to using the camera um, that people are seeing who you are, what you're like, and they're seeing your expressions. They're seeing whether you look confident as well as sounding confident. And they're getting to get 
almost like a feeling for you. So as you say, if you don't have the confidence, if you don't come across as being comfortable and confident, it can really have a problem because it can make people think, "Mm, I'm not sure. So Mm. I understand what you mean. And how do you think, how does our way of communicating affect how we appear to others and particularly what we achieve in business? Well, everything, right? I would say, (laughs) um, I have a saying that is, everybody talks, few people communicate, and very few connect. So the fact that we are speaking and we are talking all the time, it misleads the fact that people think that they are communicating. And that is the big issue in businesses. In every communication, not your only business, but in, in your personal communication with your family, with your with your kids, is when you say something and expecting to have a certain impact or reaction from the other person, and you have a reaction or impact that you didn't expect. And then is when you feel like, what happened here? The communication was not there. Yep. And in most cases, like, well, I would say it wouldn't be fair to say most cases, but many people, when they are not trained in communication, where they are not aware, they don't, they didn't have the time or the the patience or the intention of working on their communication skills, the first reaction would be, oh, Anna, it doesn't matter what I say, she doesn't understand me. Yeah, It's yeah. always putting the the lack of communication of this understanding in the other person. However, I have bad news for the ones who think like that, because when you are not communicating, when you're not connecting, because communication is about building connections, building bridges, it's your problem. It's the problem of the one who wants to send a message. So this is why it's so crucial that you really pay attention in your communication skills. We all develop ways of communication throughout our lives based on our environment and the people we relate to. However, especially in this globalized environment, especially in this platform where you have the possibility to reach all different parts of the globe at the same time, it requires that you're more attentive to the way you are expressing yourself, to the language your audience is familiar to. Of course, we cannot uh, please everybody. When you have like a presentation for even for 10 people, it's very difficult to really connect at the same level with everybody, unless everybody is from the very same environment, culture, growing up together, and then, and you are part of that environment as well. But that doesn't happen in the professional context. You have people coming from all over. But the main thing, the core thing of every good communication process of getting to connect is to know your audience. Yeah. That is the thing I say to my my clients, my students, everybody, know your audience as much as you can. This is your team players, this is your your board uh, uh, members, 
these are your friends, these are the people in your networking, know your audience, understand how they communicate, understand their language, not only the verbal language, but even more importantly, their non-verbal language. Yes. And the point here, Anna, is only by working on your own communication skills, by developing the self-awareness of how you come across what are the first impression that you give to people that you will be able to read other people. Because the more you work on yourself, the more you discover your ways of expressing what works, what doesn't, yep. that when people come to you, you are more alert in reading the in-between lines yes. of their nonverbal communication. Yeah. So what would you suggest if we... If we know our audience, I mean, obviously, I work with a lot of different cultures and I've lived and worked in different countries. So I'm lucky that I've got used to adapting. I've got used to understanding the different mentality, the different values, the different way of working. But for somebody who hasn't had that opportunity, what can they do, one, to improve their own communication style, but also to understand how they need to adapt this depending on the culture and even the context, because depending on whether it's a presentation or a negotiation or something like that, you also need to change the way you're coming across, the way that you're seen. How do we find this out and how do we make ourselves feel comfortable doing these changes and adaptations? Because for some people, that's quite difficult, I should think. Mm -hmm. You're right, very, very much there. It's, it's a challenge to everyone. However, when you are already in the process, you are more alert. So you, you get the cues faster and also because you're open for the cues is as always in life and when you are not aware of things when you're ignorant in this on the sense that you don't know about things you are not able to perceive certain messages certain um how can i say certain codes certain uh, reactions because you're not attentive to that yeah. is only when you start working on yourself yeah. to be more perceptive that you will be able to connect with these different nuances yes. of language, culture, etc. So answering your question is always start from the self. There's no magic pill that I can say, go and read that book and follow (laughs) these seven steps for that. It's not going to work. It will bring you some awareness of how to get started. But working communication is is what we are and what is what differentiates us from animals. Animals, they have their own way of communicating with the nonverbal, right? Yes. We do have that as well, but we somehow lost the contact with it, yep. the connection, the perception with, with it, because we are too focused on what we say. Yes. And that would be my call 
to people who feel like I really need to understand more, to connect more, to create a better first impression. It always starts to understanding um, your values, your principles, and who you are as a person and what is important to you, because that is the, what you will bring with whatever you say. Yes. And there is where you have the opportunity to calibrate. If, if I'm saying something, but uh, I'm coming across in a different manner, what is happening here is not the problem of your audience. It's a problem of you misaligned with your message. And what I say is our body speaks all the yep. time and loud. Yes. <laughs> Very loud. Yeah. But we are not aware of it. Yes. So what happens is you, you prepare yourself very much for a presentation, but somehow you were insecure. Somehow you yeah. don't believe very much what you were saying. Somehow yeah. you feel you're not really prepared. Somehow, whatever is happening, yeah. you will show that in your presentation, yeah. no matter how much you have prepared, unless you're a good actress. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what I say to people. That's our big difference from actresses. Yes. Because when we are presenting something, we are showing up, we should show up fully and truly who we are. We are yes. with the message that we yes. have prepared. Yes. So this has to be aligned. And the big difference we have from the actress and what a good actor is, is that person that study a character, a persona, yes. and really study and live that persona and believe that she or he is that persona yeah. to the point that they make everybody believe that they yes. are that persona. Yeah. But they yeah. do that for periods of time, yeah. right? Yeah. Because they're acting and they know that. And also yeah. they even have to do some a kind of therapy or other kind of trainings to disconnect from that persona yes. when they go back to their lives, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. So we... It's completely different. We have to come on stage, come to our presentation, come to our, our, our meetings, negotiation, fully, truly in our values, in our yeah. grounds, and in our preparation. So then we can transmit exactly what we want. Because yeah. then our body will respond accordingly. Because when you're saying something, but you're not believing, your body will show unless yep. you're a good actress. Yep. And yep. when your body shows is when people look at you and say like, uh, something's happening there. I don't know what it is, but you have this feeling. And then what happens there, you break the connection. Yes. And when you break the connection, you, don't, you cannot build trust. Because whatever you're doing, like as I say, every time you're in front of people, whether it's in a professional environment, whether it's in a personal environment, you have the opportunity to influence that them yes. to, to change their mind or to yeah. bring a new perspective to them. Yeah. And that is what communication is about. Yeah. And especially in a work environment, when we are presenting something, when we are in a meeting, we are there trying to persuade in most yes. of the cases because we bring an idea, we bring in a project and we are trying, I'm trying to tell Anna that what I'm saying is what she should do, should follow, should trust. Yep. And I, I 
am the first one to believe that. Yes. Because yeah. if I don't believe that, it will come across. Yeah. So answering a question for the ones there that feel insecure, that they don't feel confident, they have to look into themselves. They yes. have to look into, is this what I'm doing here? Is this what I'm yeah. saying aligned with what I, I believe? If yeah. not, why? That's and so- I understand also, just to finalize, that in, in work environments, sometimes you have to say things that you have to say. Yeah. It's not really what yeah. you truly believe. But in those moments, then you will have to try your best to yeah. bring your message in the mo- most uh, convincing way. But we can only do this for a short period of time. Yeah. I used to have that, but I used to be in sales um, a long time ago, and I couldn't sell things that I didn't believe in, or if it was a way of selling that I didn't think was honorable or something like that, I couldn't do it because I just didn't believe it myself. So I needed to really believe in the product um, that was being sold for me to be capable of doing it well. Um, And with some of the things, the only way that I could come across all right was look at the product, think of one or two parts of it or one or two um, results or solutions that people would have from it that I did believe in it and focus on that because I mean, I I hadn't thought about that before, but you saying that now and it aligning with your values and your beliefs, I can see that when I had problems selling some things, it was really because I just didn't believe in them. And I needed to find some part of it that I thought was good or I thought was useful or I thought was helpful to be able to really put all of my belief behind it and therefore communicate properly. That's very interesting. And um, for sales and situations like that, I think it's very difficult sometimes to really come across. If you're just selling like on a conveyor belt, you don't have your heart in it. If it's something you really believe is good, you're not selling because you really believe in it. And so it's a completely different mentality a different feeling a different appearance but that leads me on to something else some of the times when we're in presentations or meetings or whatever we've got situations where we really need to break through barriers and sometimes even to build bridges so if there's been some kind of crisis and it's all very complicated and difficult we need to come across in the right way um so are there any specific communication skills that we can learn which help with that type of situation you know where we've got to break through the barriers or where we've got to build the bridges absolutely and it goes back again to know your audience and goes back to the saying like Listen to understand, then to be understood. Yeah. That it was comes from Stephen Covey from the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Because the fact is, most people listen to reply. Yeah. And they are not really listening. 
And when you are selling, as you said, sales is about emotions. If you come with a structure of like features, the features come after. I have to connect with you first, then the features come after. And it's the same for hard conversations, for difficult conversations and for negotiations. The, the, The issue I find is that people come, I need to get this done or I need to these people to do this and I want to bring my idea even if I truly believe and I that's my my greatest uh, uh, intention on that but I come without listening just putting my information there I am instead of breaking barriers I'm building barriers yeah So what I have to do is, okay, uh, this is my idea. This is my project. This is my view. And once you start reacting, because let's put in a difficult situation, people normally don't like change because change, it's energy taken. Change means you have to do something different. You have to learn things. So the first reaction is, oh, I don't want that. Yeah. Well, let's put that this is a situation. You present your idea. Then your, your, your job is to ask questions in all the objections. Yes. And better even, bring your ideas and think about all the objections your audience might have. Yeah. And objections will, will differ depending on the audience yeah. needs. Yeah. So bring your prepare already the answer for the objections and if you can tell that as part of your presentation for example i present something saying let's go to let's a nice place now let's go to the caribbean now anna good idea (laughs) and then anna would say this is a crazy idea We are in the midst of the pandemic. We cannot go to the Caribbean. So I can then say, Anna, why do you fear so much? Have you not been vaccinated? I can go into the conversation to understand your fears of this traveling. Or I can come with my presentation and say, my suggestion is that we spend New Year's in the Caribbean. And you might be thinking that with the pandemic, we cannot go. But I tell you, if you're vaccinated, if you have done this and this and that, you see, I deal with the objections before they arise. And of course, some objections will come that I have not thought about it. But then instead of reacting, be proactive and ask questions and try to understand the people's fear to yep. that situation. So that is how you build the bridges. And that yep. would be my suggestion to people. Because again, negotiations and um, talking difficult topics is all about how we can break this barrier and build yep. a bridge yes. without imposing each other. And it's yes. not even like say the win-win as we talked in the past, people say we have to find the win-win is even more than that because in the win-win means that I have to give up something, you have to give up something yeah. for us to both win. But let's find a third solution where yes. we both agree on something and yeah. that can only happen if we are at least the person presenting the case is open to listen 
yeah. actively and is prepared to ask good questions. Yeah, uh, that's brilliant. That, that's so true and it makes such a difference. But, but I know from everything you've been saying, obviously communication can have a really big impact because we can see you know, with you saying, if you prepare, if you think of the potential objections first, so you present to remove them before they even happen. So the way we communicate has a big impact on what we do, how we do it. How can we use this also just to boost our own confidence and our own mindset without necessarily having to put it into a professional context how can we use it for ourselves well i think we should start using that for ourselves first <laughs> and then the professional environment will be just a consequence of that yeah so the i go back to what i said listen to understand yeah. and first at first then to be understood that is yeah. is something that we have to really monitor ourselves because it's our nature, me included, even with my, all my years of experience, you're saying something, I have to hold myself back to not say something immediately after. And so certain cultures, especially Latin American cultures or Latin cultures, where we always speak at the same time, <laughs> we always speak at the same time, so we have to speak very fast, otherwise we don't speak at all. I remember. <laughs> we, we tend to, to listen to things half. My husband is German. And when mm -hmm. I am with my Brazilian friends, he wonders how we can have a conversation and understand each other because everybody's speaking and answering everybody at the same time. Okay, this you can somehow manage in a social context, but it's not really effective. It's yeah. more like in a very relaxing, fun conversation. Yes. But even if you, amongst friends, you want to have a serious conversation, like really have a, a quality conversation. Yeah. You have to learn how to listen. Yes. You have to give that space to the person. Yeah. Second thing is you have to learn how to ask questions, good questions, but questions are genuine questions with the intent to really understand what the other person is yeah. trying to say. Yes. Because most people have difficulties to express their thoughts, yep. to give name to their emotions. This is another thing we have to learn. Give a name to our emotions. Doesn't say, oh, like I give feedback to you and I say, um, I didn't like that, Anna. And then you ask me, what did you didn't like? You say, oh, I don't know. I just felt something I was not right. Yeah. This information gives nothing to me as yes. a feedback yeah. because you're not telling me exactly how it felt, what exactly it was, yeah. when it was, what did I say that made you feel some way and what was that way that you felt. And the big learning for us here is to learn to communicate clearly that way yeah. because in a way we are communicating like children and children because they don't have the words and we cannot ex expect them to. They are learning and they don't have the words what they do. They scream, they cry, they, they provoke you until you make them cry because they have to release that yeah. energy, that frustration, uh, that, that inability to express through their crying. 
yes or to hitting each other so but we are adults and we should not use the same method and but many people <laughs> still use the same when we are talking especially when it becomes a, an emotional conversation yeah. with a partner that's yeah. like oh i'm upset oh don't talk about it. i don't want to talk about it but what did i have i done oh i I, I'm not, I don't want to discuss with you right now, but we yeah. don't explain our feelings. Yeah. So it never grows. So the point is, back to your question, is it start working on yourself in understanding your feelings. Why do I feel like this? Yes. When do I feel like this? Yeah. And what can I do to avoid feeling like this? Yeah. And when I feel like this, what am I going to do about it? Because yeah. another thing to understand that neuroscience uh, says and explains, and I'm not a neuroscience here, but you know there's a lot of information available out there now for lay people like us here. I don't know if you are in neuroscience and you know all that, but not I'm, me. But I'm very I interested what in I it. Need. Yes. And one thing <laughs> I've learned is that our brain learns by replacement. It's not like saying, I don't want that. Because when you say, I don't want that, you're just reinforcing what you, you don't want. Yes. If you don't tell your brain what you want instead. Yes. So it comes from the point when you ask people, what do, don't, what do you like, do you yeah. want in your life? And they, yeah. uh, I don't know, but I know what I don't. Yeah. So what's going yes. to happen? Everything that you yeah. don't, right? Yeah. And exactly. the same for your communication. What, what is happening that you don't, uh, you're not expressing and you're not achieving uh, the, the impact you want to create, the, your message is not going across. And then a person says, well, I don't know, but I know that uh, these, this goes wrong, this and this and this. Yeah. Okay, is a starting point. Yes. But the next exercise is once you know what you don't, you have yeah. to ask yourself, what do I want to do instead? Yeah. Because yes. every time that don't happens, you're going to tell yourself, okay, recognize that. Yeah. Yes, this is happening, but this is not what I want. And what I want instead is this. Yeah. And by repetition, 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 your brain gets the message and learns that. And then every time the brain senses that, because it comes from a conscious, conscious command to it, and conscious command yes. because when your brain senses that you don't even notice but you're already doing what you want yeah so okay. that is the job we have to do yeah. and it's work yeah there's no search i don't have magic pill for yeah. that but no but it's it's very true and it's very interesting when you go to the positive and where and how um and the good part and the good reaction it makes such a difference. Very true. That, no, that's great. So, Tulia, any final piece of wisdom or any key strategy that we need to keep in mind to help us with this going forward? Absolutely. I have even prepared here. I'm going to get my notes because I want to make sure that I give you the right message. <laughs> okay. Because the first one is think have in mind that communication goes beyond words. Yep. It, it comes from within and comes from us to understand. And the moment we understand how our body is reacting in certain situations, we should really take that seriously. Yep. Even in the positives, because we tend to rem remember the bad things. But when you have a good moment, a good achievement, 
stop a moment there and really embrace that moment and think to yourself, how did I manage to get this so well that makes me feel so good that I can replicate that in the future? And for the not so good moments, how can I improve that? What am I going to do instead when I see that I'm facing this situation? What am I going to do instead? So the question you have to ask yourself is, am I walking my talk? Uh That's very important because when you're not, it's the same as your example for your sales. When you're selling something that you don't believe, your people are not going to buy from it. And I know sales, the sale word is a word that has a lot of taboo around it, but the, the fact is we are in a way selling ourselves all the time. Yep. Let's put like marketing ourselves all the time because every time we're communicating something, I am in a way telling you to get my idea, yes. to implement what I'm saying, to trust yep. me on yes. what I'm saying. Yep. The second one is um, and know your audience. Yep. This is, as I said, it. You, you can, there's no such thing as one side fits all for your uh, presentation, for your communication. And our, our job as a leader, as a communicator, someone who wants to get the message across is to align our intention with the impact we want to create. We yeah. have to be attentive to yeah. our audience. We have searched first search, to search our audience uh, to learn about before if it's a professional presentation but if we are in a social environment we should be more as a listener than the one speaking everybody likes speaking and if you want if the one that are giving the space for people to listen to to speak they will love it and that's a very good position to be in to be a good listener you learn a lot by listening to people so my a question for you to ask yourself is, am I really listening to yeah. understand or I'm just listening to wait for my time to speak? Yeah. I'm not saying that you can, you should not speak, but you, I, what yeah. I'm saying here is practice active listening. Yeah. And the third and final one is look at your message. What are you saying? Is this really aligned with what you want to say? It goes back to the first one. Am I walking my talk? Because when we are going to give a presentation and people feel nervous, self-conscious, what are they going to think about me? And I'm a failure, you know, the imposter syndrome. I said, we have to shut up this this lizard in our mind. (laughs) We have the wizard and the lizard. The lizard is always screaming. Because the fact is, you are only the vessel of your message. If you understand that and you accept that and you go on your presentation, your conversation and say to yourself before, I have a very important message to share. My message is important to these people. Yeah. I care about my message. I want to reach this result with this message and focus on that. I guarantee you, you, you will enjoy because yeah. you're going to be giving with your heart so the big question is who is giving the message is your ego running the show or you are really honestly genuinely trying to give your best to your audience so 
that Very would be my good. three points for you. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Particularly the last one about, you know, you're just the vessel giving it because that takes the pressure off yourself because it's not people aren't judging you the person it's you're helping others to go forward or do whatever lovely absolutely lovely thank you so much for those strategies and really wisdom because we don't see things like that and we don't think but it really is wisdom and it would help so much yeah. And we are, I, I can give you just an example, which is not from me, it's from Maya Angelou, who passed away, I think, a couple of years ago. Yeah. And she was asked, and I don't know if you watched some of her presentations, she was yeah. this uh, very easygoing, laughable uh, woman on stage and engaged. You just felt like going to sit in her lap. Yes. And she had this thing and she spoke for thousands of people. And there was a moment she was asked once there, um, how can you come in front of these people so relaxed, alone in that big stage and feels like that is a big room in, in your home? And she said, alone, me? I'm never alone. I come with my luggage of my life experience with yeah. everybody who contributed to that. And I bring them all with me when I'm on stage. I'm never alone. So this is going to be the message I'll give to your audience. You're yeah. never alone. You are the, a collection of your knowledge. But when you're there on stage, give that collection. Yeah. Give, bring these people, this experience, these stories, this everything that you carry with you to the people. And give generally to, uh, generously to them. Yeah. Yeah. They will love you. They will appreciate and you will feel very good. And as you said, you, you're the vessel. Then yeah. you'll be relaxed. You don't yeah. need to worry about yeah. yourself. Yeah. You're sharing a yeah. journey, experience Perfect. with your Perfect. Thank you, Tulia. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you again. Um, I love this. I'm going to listen to it again myself several times because I'm sure there's a load of tips I can pick up for myself. And I'm sure all of my audience who come in and listen regularly, they're going to be delighted because there is so much valuable information to really give people confidence. So thank you so much for coming back on the show. My pleasure. And if I may add to share with your audience, that in next year, January, yeah. I'll be launching what I call the monthly coach. And I'll yeah. be just popping in, jumping in the, the screen, and I will talk about those things. And you can ask questions and let's have a conversation and let's keep growing together. Oh, perfect. That would be great. Send me the links. So I'll put all, all right. the links for everything um, on the page and so everyone can find it and they can join in with you thank you very much for letting them know about that it's lovely anyway Julia I hope that we speak again soon it would be great to have you back on the show again in less than three years this time <laughs> hopefully yes <laughs> so, and um, have a, a great rest of the week speak to you again soon thank you everybody for listening in for watching um, don't hesitate to contact Tulia for any more information. Visit her website, see her social media. She has some really very valuable information, and I'm sure you'd love hearing more and benefiting from it. So 
Bye, everybody, and see you again next week.